that we are all very familiar with. We have heard the story over and over again. But if we are to peruse through it and be led by the Spirit of God, there's something new that we can always learn. Divine insights that nourishes our lives. As we listen to this gospel, you will see that, you know, very many Christians look at it as that a son that left is a disobedient son. You know? But what's really, did he really disobey? Did he really disobey? Hmm? Because it's not like maybe the father gave him something to do and he said no. The striking point here is that the guy said he doesn't want to be under the service of his father anymore. And that's why the first son who had been faithful said, I've served you all these years. So it's a question of what? Service. It's a question of service. And you can see how the father looked at him, refusing to serve. Give me my own share. I want to go. I don't want to be under your government anymore. I'm tired of all this checkmating all the time. I want to live the way I want. Why must you dictate my life for me? Why must I be at your own service? I can be at the service of myself. So today's gospel, you know, communicates to us the essentiality of service unto God. The place of service in my life, the place of service in your life. There are many Christians who are in church who may not bolt out and say they won't go to church again, but have also taken the step of this son, we call the prodigal son, who are not at the service of their father. They are living their own life. Their life does not profit the father. Just like the prodigal son, they left. So he was no longer available to his father. Service to God is the crux of the matter. As a matter of fact, when you receive faith and walk in love, you will see that it will translate to what? Service. And if you go back to our catechism, why did God create you? God created you to know him. Faith is knowledge of God. To love him. And then it is when you now love him that you are available for what? Serving him. You cannot serve what you don't know. You cannot serve what you don't love. Because the driving energy for you to serve is what? Love. Anyone who is under you, who refuses to serve, doesn't love you. Anyone who refuses to be at your service doesn't love you. For someone to serve you, the person must first of all work on the platform of what? Love. The boy said, no, I'm not serving anymore. Give my own shout to go. You see, so what is service to the kingdom of God is actively making oneself available for God's use. Making yourself available. True service is self-voluntary. It's not being coerced. You have to know this. Actively making oneself available for God's use. As a matter of fact, when you say you are dedicated to God, it means you are the service of God. There are many people who have dedicated themselves to God, but not, they are not at the service of God. To consecrate yourself means that you are, what? you are the service of God. 
The anointing actually is upon your life for service. The essence of the anointing upon your life is for service. All the anointings you received at baptism, the oil of catechumen, the oil of prison was actually the oil that dedicated you and consecrated you for what? For service unto God ultimately. So if you violate that oil, if you violate that consecration, then you are no longer going to be available for the master's use. And as far as God is concerned, you are lost. That's why the father said, my son who was lost, what happened? I found him. My son who was dead, was he dead? No, God, was he dead? No. But because he was no longer useful to God. So as far as God's agenda and purpose is concerned, this guy is dead. He's not contributing to his plans and purposes. But the guy was green, you know, moving from one place to another, having fun in his life. What a dangerous life to live. Where you are living your life thinking that you are important to God, but as a matter of fact, as far as God is concerned, you are dead because you are not at the service of his kingdom. So one has to actively make yourself available with the Holy Ghost Fathers. We have it in our rule of life as an integral aspect of our spirituality, availability. You know, our no, no, uh, uh, spiritual uh, uh, director and father, Father Lieberman, talked about being available for the mission. So it's an integral aspect of our core you know, spirituality as spiritans. Be available to wherever the spirit will lead you to go and walk. Be available. Let nothing hold you back. So it's not only for us, but for all Christians. So the first step of taking yourself into service to God is to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. You must offer yourself. You are the one to offer yourself. God will not force you to offer yourself. It's a voluntary act of what? Service. You must offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Holy, meaning separated. You say this is a reasonable act of what? Service. That is the reality in our journey with God. Being available. Active availability. You want can be available but not useful. <laughs> That's another point again. Many are available in the church, but they're not useful. Because their minds are not fully engaged. So you must be what? Actively available. Oh God, I'm here. What can I do? Guide my step. I want to be part and parcel of what is making things happen in your kingdom. Anytime you find yourself in the environment of God's service, you are available to make things happen. Anywhere you find yourself, God wants to use you, you are actively involved. There is no resistance inside of you. You see? So we must make ourselves actively available because your value in the spirit is determined by the quality of your availability and to the degree God can use you to do small, small things. And Jesus said, if I can trust you for small, small things, what will happen? I can entrust you with greater things. Don't become useless in the hand of God. Don't become so cold that God cannot use you. Don't become so unavailable in your mind, unavailable in your soul, and the worst is unavailable in your body. So as the Lord is taking us this month who have just entered into service, 
we must reconsecrate ourselves again and be dedicated to be at the service of God. Okay? Be dedicated to the service of God. And when you offer yourself for the, for the work of God and to be available for his use, there are three areas of your life where the Lord will demand that you lay down as a servant ready to serve. The first one is your time. You cannot serve God without your time. You can be busy with your personal issues and not be available for the thing that God wants you to do for him. As a matter of fact, if you want to serve God genuinely, if you want to be at the service of God, your time will be taken. You will not have a time for yourself. Yes. Plenty of time will be taken away from you. As a matter of fact, the first sacrifice is time. You must give God your time. The second one is what? Your talent. God will tell you, this gift I give you, I want to use to advance the things I want to advance my kingdom. So your talents, your gifts, the skills God has given to you, you will use them. And that's why it's good for us to use them actively, not passively. You know, sometimes, eh, I get a little bit, uh, you know, jittery. Money mass like this. We have gathered before Jesus and we are starting a song and we are starting as, as if we are confused. You know, I say, what is the meaning of this? Here we are. One is one high pitch. One is one uh, frog voice. One is uh, like dog voice. I said, no, this is the first offering we are rendering to, to the Lord in the morning. The first song coming out of your mouth should be what? A prepared one. Actively. It prepares you. Amen. Very important. So when you come, articulate yourself. Some of you are in choir. You come. You are allowing someone who is not in choir to come and lead song. Taking up your responsibility. That service, is it actively involved? Available? No. It's passive. It doesn't concern you. Ah, we have sung it now. You know, what is it? Mass continues. No, 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 no. Our God deserves the best from us. No matter how small it is. The level of concentration and focus and precise manner we exercise when we do these little things, they matter. Okay? So let us take that very slow. Use your skill. Use your voice. Give it to God. Hmm? Give it to God. Let it render a sacrifice of offering to the Lord. And so get involved, you know, deeply. Use your skills. Use your skills. You know? Use the thing that God has given to you as a skill to promote the things of God. In worship, anywhere you find yourself, use it to serve God. Let it, you know, have its own place in the agenda of God. If your skills, if your time does not have any agenda in the program of God, it's useless. It's a wasted time. It's a wasted skill. Because God gave them to you that you may use them for him. Okay? All right. Then the third one is your treasure. Your treasure. Your treasure, the things that God has given to you, ranging from your finances to the things of great value in your life, God blessed you with them. He, he actually gave them to you that you may become smart and wise enough to use it and advance the cause of the God that blessed you. You know, so He's calling us to be what available and promote His kingdom by using our treasure, consciously using our finances and our valued materials to advance the cause of God's purposes. 
That's another way we exercise our what? Our service unto God. And it's very important that we understand that. And that's why it must be actively, you know, exercised. Not passively. Anytime God is making a demand from you, and even you, when you have grown up to the point where you know that God needs this. Because sometimes we have to discern God needs this in this place. And then on your own, you go and, you know, take some steps, steps of faith to meet that need. God blesses you the more. God can entrust with more. Now the question we can ask ourselves is, has my time really mattered to God? My treasure, how much of my treasure has been sound itself in the presence of God? How much of my talent has been used to advance the cause of God? How valuable am I? So in the course of this month, this is a time that we have to reflect to see our value before God. And then ask the Holy Spirit to quicken us again. To engage all that God has given to us deliberately to serve Him. You will know this thing I'm doing is for the service of the kingdom. Without it, you can't move forward. Without it, you can't render God a service that is qualitative. You see, very important. Very important. You know, very important. Jesus said Himself in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, He said, I didn't come to be served. He was conscious of this. That was his mentality. I came to what? To serve. If our master came to serve, oh, you, you want to be served. <laughs> then you're not following him. Because the servant is not greater than his master. Nor the slave eh, above his master. So if our master was a servant, ourselves too, by virtue of, our, of, of us following him, we are all what? Servants. So we must make ourselves available like Jesus made himself available for the kingdom. We don't allow ourselves to go and encounter so many things that we cannot have any time for God. We are busy with this one. We are busy with this one. We are giving so much of our time to things that we can't even assess anymore. But God is looking for us to give him the little time we have and that little talent we have and the little resources he gives us to advance the cost of his own purposes. So Jesus said, I didn't come to serve. So people of God, we didn't come to be served. He said he came to serve. So all of us have been called to serve. And the call to our service must come to a point where it is like the one of Jesus said, and to give my life as a ransom for many. Our service must have a redemptive dimension. Our service unto God must have what? Redemptive dimension. That means it must profit for the salvation of souls. If my service unto God does not end up bringing salvation to souls. My service is useless. So that's why Jesus was very specific about it. The time I spent with God, how does it bless souls? My talent, how does it bless souls? My, my treasures, how does it reach out to blessing souls? We, the Holy Ghost Fathers, will have what they call vocational movement. Lay people who make huge contribution to what? To a train of seminarians. And the idea is that you cannot go and preach. You cannot go to the missions. So as you raise someone who is available to serve God, you are actually partnering this person. As he goes out of the day to preach, your contribution, your support in training him has led this person to be there to preach the gospel. So your treasure is advancing the purpose of God. As I'm standing here, someone trained me. Somebody paid all my bills. Mr. Seminary. Unfortunately, the man has died now. He's from Nobi. Hmm? I visited him many times. He's from Nobi. He paid all my 
school fees, everything, the seminary, everything until I was ordained. He even made his ordination. That man didn't go anywhere to go and preach. But because of his sacrifice, Father Vincent is here, bless your soul. Just imagine if he didn't do that. Likewise too, there are people out there who are waiting for someone to bless them. So your treasure must come in in advancing the kingdom of God. And that's why you must do it voluntarily, actively, and prayerfully. God, as I'm giving this, may it advance your kingdom. That is how you serve God. And when you serve God that way, your value increases. God can treasure you. Look at how God responds to that young man who has been serving him. He said, I've served you for many times before. But you have never one day give me a lamb to salute my friends. And what did God say? My son, why are you angry? All I have is yours. It's not worthy that your brother who was lost that was going to get you. He was lost but found him. He was dead, but now he's alive. But that word that taught me is don't you know that all I have is yours? When you serve God, all that God has is yours. That's the blessing I have received in my heart. And that's what engenders me to continue to serve God. Give all I have to his holy name. And so may we be open to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in the course of this month to renew the quality of our service. And so if God has called you and if God has placed in your heart to serve him, don't allow anybody to discourage you. Don't allow people's attitude to discourage you. Continue the good work God has made in your heart. Because the devil will try to obstruct that service in your heart. Because he's not happy that you're serving God. He wants you to serve him. He wants to stop giving God service and bring that service to him. And so nobody should discourage you in the call to your service. Do it dedicatively. Do it with all of God upon your heart. Let God see your heart that you are out for him. Do it sacrificially, convincingly. Don't count the cost. Even God, no, God, God has not blessed you by like the one in this way, the first one was complete. He didn't do anything. Yes, but God was conscious of whatever he was doing. God pays back when the time comes. And so at this time, we pray that as the Lord has ushered us into this dimension of the values of the gospel, that we will renew our commitment to serve God more and more for all our own. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, my service and your service will place in the sight of God. And that will surely bring a new dimension to our lives through Christ our Lord.